Welcome to Newborn to Teen and Everything in Between, the podcast from Bespoke Family. I'm Bex. And I'm Claire. Thanks for joining us as we tackle the ups and downs of life with children, helping you to get the best out of your time together. No rules, no judgment, just guidance. So grab a cuppa and let's get started with today's episode. Welcome to this episode of Newborn to Teen and Everything in Between. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about play, but a specific kind of play, which is rough and tumble. So I think probably the first thing we want to do is to talk about what it actually is, because rough and tumble play, I suppose, well, what is it, Claire? What would you describe it? Because to me that sounds horrible, awful actually, rough and tumble play, because it sounds a bit rough. Rough is a a word that you go, oh, you don't want your child to be playing rough, do you? Mm -hmm. So what would you, if you heard the word rough and tumble, what do you think of? Well, I mean, the tumble bit's okay, but I think if you start talking about rough play, then I think I would think, well, actually, that's something you'd want to stop. And I have to say, when... Not Amy, but Ben. When Ben used to play rough with friends, I'd hear them up in his bedroom and I would actually sometimes be a little bit like, you need to stop now. This is a bit too much. But actually, I think it's quite a natural thing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, the best thing to look at is look at um, like wildlife programmes. So if you look at how young play they are playing rough and tumble. So they will chase each other. They'll roll over each other. They will um, bash into each other. They will play chase and then they will tackle each other to the ground. They will jump over their parents. They will kind of, in a way, sort of be there kind of inciting that play and kind of, in a way, a bit of a wind up. Um, And so that they get Mm. that physical you know rough and tumble gives us a lot of physical touch which we don't necessarily get generally through play um other than when we are wrestling so you sometimes have children particularly kind of the toddlers and up and they're like let's just wrestle and it's like because they've got so much in them there's so much energy and they're like a little ball of energy And then it's like, oh, I just need to get it out. And so actually, if you kind of are rolling them around on the floor, if you're lifting them up, if you think we do it from a very young age with a lot of babies is we kind of pick them up and then we hold them up and then we spin them around um, and all of those things. That is all what would be kind of classed as the kind of rough and tumble play. It's the more physical play that you do. Um, Tickling can come into it or playing chase and then kind of, the only thing is tickling there's there's two camps on that one um that really you have to kind of allow permission for that side of things same as rough and tumble a child needs to instigate it and it needs to be very much on their terms um and some children love to be tickled um and then you hear stop 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 and then you stop and then they're like again again um because actually they love that but some other children will be like stop i don't like it and we have to respect that and we have to respect it in any of this kind of play um but you know it's that kind of 
wrestling around and trying to get away you know how you you know you catch their feet and it's like won't let you go or <laughs> you know um playing you know like playing wheelbarrows do you remember like people holding your feet yeah, and yeah. else and so that kind of comes into all of those sorts of things it's a much more physical play but it you know um i was watching the other day there's a family who before bed every night they do the whole kind of they hold their toddler and they kind of face plant onto the duvet on the bed and that's their game. That is a form of rough and tumble play. It kind of feeds so much in our children um, in just their whole learning. It helps them understand their body and how their body works, how it feels. Because there is a whole different feeling to when you get lifted up when you get spun around all those sorts of things they're such different feelings to just you know normal play where you sit and play or you know run around all those sorts of things this is a much more builds a child's um, ability to understand their limits so that's when they kind of say stop like I I'm done I don't want any more and we always have to respect that and I think the example you gave about Ben it's kind of saying to children, particularly if the children are doing rough and tumble play, it's saying that's fine and you can play rough and tumble, but there needs to be a word that anyone can say that means stop. Yeah, because I was going to say to you, how do you regulate it if there's two children playing? Because for, as adults, we can kind of, you know, we've got that brain, haven't we, that will yeah. logically tell us they want to stop. But with a child, they won't perhaps be mature enough to know that and then so you say that can a be a little bit yeah, yeah. you see there's I don't always... know sometimes I, I think that's probably it would have been useful to have known that because I used to just be a bit like what are you doing whereas actually they were probably both okay yeah and mm. and actually what we do is then stop it and yeah. they'll just keep on they'll find another way of doing it because they haven't naturally come to the end of that play um and it mm. is about finding you know it helps them know their boundaries they helps them know other people's boundaries um and yeah having a word that you say okay guys you can do this but if either of you say flamingo then we're <laughs> Where done did you get that from i have absolutely no idea but <laughs> i do you know what came into my mind sausages i again no idea why, why. <laughs> but it's word because normally when we say stop Stop, Lots of the yeah, time, yeah. children say, stop, stop, stop. And actually, they really want you to stop. Whereas if no. they they have to think of a word and go, sausages or flamingo, it's actually, <laughs> do you know what? That's done. I'm, you know, And you can use any other word. Those words are not, you know, <laughs> not an essential word to use. You can hear children all over the country. Yeah. Flamingo, sausages. <laughs> Half, and there's probably children that can't even say flamingo. So it would be, you know... It's again, it's all sausages, yeah. (laughs) So, but stop, I don't like that, or whatever. Again, if they say it, that's fine, but very often they say it and then they start again because they Mm. don't really mean it. Whereas when it's a word that's very different, they typically mean it, and that has to be respected. Whether you are, and if you hear your child say that to another child, or vice versa, that's when you step in and go, Hold on, I heard. The word, mm. you know, said, that means we have to stop. 
that's we're done. And it's good if if your child is used to those kind of boundaries already, mm-hmm. in terms of just having boundaries then yeah. that probably comes quite naturally to them, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. If you explain that's what you do, then they'll be like, oh, okay, I get it. You know, this is yeah. kind of the rules of the game kind of thing. Yeah. And mm. that actually, yeah. again, it's it's about relationships. It's a, it's a key way of looking at relationships and building relationships and understanding where each other comes from. Um, like I said, physical touch is a really big thing for our children mm. and you know, to be cuddled and to be kind of, you know, we've all had those moments where, you know, someone's got hold of you and it's like, I'm not letting you go. You're stuck between, you know, and you might have them between the legs or whatever it is, or I'm in, in your arms. And they're like, no, get off me, get off me. Let me go, let me go. And then you let them go. And then they stand and look at you and as I to say, are you going to get me again? And you're like, you just said, let me go. But I think it's being very attuned to that. And it's like, do you want me to do that again? And they're like, yeah. And if they go, no, it's like, okay, that's fine. And again, this is massive learning opportunity for children. Um, mm. Even through, play is obviously their biggest way of learning. But by saying these things, it really does help. And in those moments of being very high emotion, because they've got very excited or they're really, you know, um, happy or all of those sorts of things they might be even a bit frustrated or annoyed um all of those things. there's big emotions that come with this sometimes and so again it's about them understanding that it's like okay do you want me to stop and they have that control and they have that ability to go yes i do or no i don't i'm okay mm-hmm. with this i'm not okay with this and so all of this it's a really you know valuable thing to do and can be hugely beneficial to do just before bath time i mean i think also you you kind of get i think one of the things that you've got to do um or you need to be aware of i would say is with other members of the family or um friends or what have you that because i know that in fact actually rich didn't do very much rough and tumble play with the children i don't know it perhaps just didn't come naturally i don't know but I know that we had friends who came and they did it, but you've mm-hmm. got to make sure that those friends also respect those, yes. the kind of things that you've put in place. It's a little bit like, oh, hang on, before you do this, remember that. Can you do that? Yeah. Is that? Yeah. It's yeah. like, look, we just have you, this. what you don't want to do is. If they say yeah. that they want to stop by saying this word, they stop because actually yeah. it can get a little bit too much or they can get a bit overwhelmed and we have that rule. And I bet so. you can imagine though, the only thing you can imagine is people going, oh, don't be so ridiculous. You but know, then you step in and go, I've heard them it? say it, so we're going to stop now. You need to stop. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and again... It's important means... to do that, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, and then your child sees what you're doing as well and it's like actually they're respecting what I've said I have a voice in this and that it's okay. Um, I think a lot of rough and tumble seems to always be related to men and male figures. Mm. And, and I think from, well, I said it, didn't I? Ben did it. Amy didn't. Yeah. And you said rich didn't do it with them. You didn't say anything about you. Yeah. That's true. You assume that rich would have done it and it's like, well, you could have done it. Yeah. And, and so, actually that you can, can't you? You yeah. could, you, yeah. Like, you know, bouncing on the bed, rolling around, tickling, rugby tackling, 
these are all age and stage appropriate, by the way. I'm not expecting, you know. Of course, yeah. But um, it might be, yeah, as females, we can absolutely do it as well. And so I think, again, sort of changing that dynamic of thinking that it's only men that can do rough and tumble is absolutely not the case. And, and I just said previously, this can be a really good thing to do kind of pre-bath bedtime routine. It gets out those last. You see, bits. that's weird that you said that because I, when you said that earlier, just when you said, "Oh, you know, you knew some people that did that kind of face planting mm-hmm. thing," I was like, "But surely, to me, that would be like the opposite of what I would think to do." Because you'd think, "My goodness, that's just going to wake them up, and they're going to be like wired." So is that not the case? So it's why lo- would it you do it? It can be the then? last bit of getting it out, particularly for children who maybe have. Um, lots of energy anyway um but actually if they've been at nursery if you've had a day where they've um it gives you that physical contact it's a a form of connection because you're complete when you are doing rough and tumble you can't really engage with anything else you certainly can't read your phone you certainly can't do any laundry you can't you know you are so involved and actually it it can be that real quality time for 10-15 minutes but it gets those last bits of if they're feeling frustrated or annoyed or overexcited. It's it can just get that last bit out before you go. Okay, cool, that was fun. Right, let's go have a bath and start your bath time routine. For some children, they need that last burst of getting everything out. Um, and we always talk about having that 10-15 minutes of complete one-to-one time, and that can be it. Um, and that can be a really good opportunity to do it. I am just going to put out there, though, some children don't like rough and tumble play. They can't cope with it. Mm. They don't enjoy it. And that is fine. It's not for every child. Um, but you can do forms of it. You can still do that connection side of things. But for some children, like I said, tickling, they don't like. It might be that only certain people they're happy to do rough and tumble with. And we have to respect that. Um, it can also just be it's too overstimulating and it's just too much Mm. and so well that's that thing you said just then about being too overstimulating because I've always thought that before bedtime and I'm kind of going back to it again but you know people talk about doing threading exercises Mm -hmm. we do you know nice calm games yep well we talk about it so this is completely opposite yeah but is that but okay? read your child. If your child yeah. is buzzing and you're going, let's do some threading, let's do a puzzle. And they're like <laughs> jumping off the sofa and they're suddenly putting all the cushions on the floor because they want to roll around. Read your child. You're not going to get threading out of them in this moment. <laughs> what you might get is, right, do you know what? Let's do some jumping. Let's do some wrestling or let's do some, you know, if they love to be tickled, whatever it is, let's do some, you know, you can even do things like get the cushions off the sofa and, you know, um, make a den and then you're kind of in the den and you rough and tumble, whatever it might be, but read your child. If your child is absolutely not going to do the calming puzzles, Play-Doh, etc., etc., do rough and tumble for 10 minutes, but then do threading. You And one of my biggest pieces of advice is always do a wind down to rough and tumble. 
So give them time prompts. Always say, okay, we're going to carry on, but in two minutes, we're going to, you know, we're going to calm down and we're going to stop this. We've got one more minute and then we're going to calm down. What we can do with rough and tumble is we, we do all this play and the child loves it. And then we go, okay, right, we're done. Let's all calm down now. Just like that. Just calm down. <laughs> and the child's like, I've just had the best time. And, um, and there you're there going, yeah, just let's calm down now. It's like, well, what's I've got a happen? cup of tea, yeah. <laughs> Where, but why did it suddenly stop? Whereas if you time prompt it, you calm it down. You might even set a timer and say, okay, we're going to do 10 minutes of, you know, um, bouncing on the bed or jumping off of this or whatever it might be. Mm. And then we're going to do Play-Doh or we're going to do this, mm -hmm. whatever it might be. Um, I mean, I've got, I suppose we ought to say we have spoken about before bedtime, but actually other times of the day are available and it doesn't... Absolutely. <laughs> it doesn't actually just have yeah. to be before bed. No. But yeah. I think we talk about that. It'll only end in tears. We always like Yeah, we play. do. And this is all... Yeah. This is, And you hear people say to their children, this is just going to end in tears, by the way. But I think we should just stop because this is all going to end in tears. And it's like... It's a lot yeah. less effort, though, Yeah. like not having to do that rough and tumble. That's, for me, yeah. that would be like, oh, do you know what? Can we not just sit nicely, quietly? Because otherwise there's a lot of effort. Because it is quite <laughs> physical, isn't it? <laughs> we don't want to put Probably too much Probably why I never effort. did it. It's very... <laughs> that's not too much, yeah. Come on, guys. Let's, let's do a bit of threading. <laughs> and you'll do a bouncing off the wall. Let's do some reading. <laughs> we like reading books. Let's read yeah. books. <laughs> Whilst bouncing off the sofa yeah. because I haven't done rough and tumble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. But again, it's like anything. If we keep stopping it, they'll find a way of doing it. But then it will end in tears because we're not supporting it. We're not guiding it. We're not encouraging it in the right ways. And so, and we have got to keep in the back of our mind. This is kind of key part of our children's development however they may show to and enjoy rough and tumble it is a key part of it it's a physical element that they need um to to kind of engage their bodies they understand how their body works mm -hmm. they understand what pressure feels like they understand what they can do with their body how strong they are those sorts of things and sometimes they can hurt you and it's like i had one a uh, little one who's really into wrestling you know it's like come on let's wrestle and you're like okay but and we put the guidelines around it's like we we're not gonna hurt each other but we can wrestle you know and if i say the word we have to stop it you know and he came along and he's like, okay and he just punched me in the arm i was like um <laughs> Flamingo. i was like huh you just gave me a dead arm. How did you do that? Like, when did you get so strong? And I was like, punching isn't okay because punching hurts. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. and and he looked at me and he went, "Did I hurt you that much?" And I was like, "Yep, yep, yeah, you did." And I said, "You're much stronger now." And I said, "And you've been doing lots of things to make yourself strong, which I'm really proud of you." But remember, you've just hurt me. And if you've hurt me, you could hurt someone else. So punching, you know, probably needs to stop mm. now whilst I'm still nursing my arm. Um, but he he's had it in him. And so we're, we found alternative ways of wrestling 
Um, and and even things, so sometimes when they kind of, if you lie on the floor and they lie on top of you and you just roll from side to side or you, you know, you're like, I'm not letting you go. And they're like, let me go. That is the rough and tumble. It can be as simple as anything. Um, but yeah. that moving from side to side, up and down, um, all of those sorts of things help them to learn about kind of how they view the world and you know the different feelings of your body and how the, you know where you feel light where you feel heavy how strong you are all those sorts of things so yeah because I suppose like you you have to be quite careful that rough and tumble doesn't turn into hurting yes because that's not it's not nice for anybody is it and actually no. you as an adult can quite easily hurt a child by doing mm -hmm. rough and tumble so you do have to be a little like you say quite there gentle. needs to be yeah quite a gentle thing and kind of gauge it from there really I suppose and there's always someone that will do rough and tumble at this is an adult in a family or family friend who always takes it one step too far that's what I mean that's where you have got to be quite clear haven't yes. you about the boundaries because it can yeah. actually go a little bit and that's yeah. typically James in our situation yeah and yeah. Jason our friend in our situation yeah, yeah. so I typically sit there go going you need to stop because this, <laughs> this, you're just winding them up now this isn't going to be fun you're going to have a problem no and then um he's like fine fine i'll stop um it also is a good form of exercise for everybody um but i, I yeah that's why remember, i'm not sure i like it <laughs> yeah see i remember <laughs> rough and tumble with my dad massively do you i can tell you yeah hugely i remember it was in our old house and we had a quite sort of a longer living sitting room living room and i used to walk along and dad would pretend to be asleep and then he'd grab my foot oh <laughs> and then he would tickle me and then he would and then he'd let me go and then i would have to try and get out and then he'd grab me again i remember that very clearly and, and you'd do it, it on purpose, wouldn't you? Yep. Walk past him, probably. And then if he didn't do it, I'd be like, yeah. I'm here. Oh. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> like, <clears throat> I'm here. And, yeah, I remember it so clearly. I'm really, like, loving it. Because yeah. it was that connection, I think, because obviously he was at work, you know, quite a lot of the day. And so that was his thing. He'd lie there on the floor pretending to be asleep. He still does it now with, like, friends' children. I was going to say, with you, does he? No. <laughs> no, definitely outgrown that one, thank goodness. But you, you were talking about some of the things, but actually thinking about it, even things like row, row your boat kind of thing, where you sit them on the legs and let them kind of almost, you know, fall off, fall off a little bit, you know, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. That's all the same, isn't it, really? It doesn't have yep. to all be grappling on the floor and, you know, doing... It, it can be anything, physical movement, really, can't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What other ideas then, Claire, might there be for rough and tumble play? In what respect? What kind of well, things? Well, like, we, like we've talked about like holding, tickling, yep. kind of swaying around. What other things are there? You know, the thing, I think we've all done it, standing on your feet and walking along on your Oh, I used to feet. love doing that. Yep. Um, and then you progress and then you climb up the legs and flip over oh, did you blimey. do that oh yeah not, probably not no. <laughs> i think i might have done that with ben actually yeah 
Yeah, it's the, you know, how you hold hands um, with the child and swing them when you're walking with oh, someone Oh, actually, else. you have to go careful with that. You do you, have to be bit. very careful with my that. My mum and dad pulled my shoulder, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but anyway. Yeah. Um, but, um, and being very careful on that. Um, and then yeah. what else is there? Like I said, you know, the kind of sort of uh, not throwing them, but kind of... yeah doing that onto the bed or the sofa because again that kind of sense of flying element or yeah. that falling yeah. element is they l- can love that some children don't oh, we used to do it do. in the swimming pool actually as well yeah, yeah. you All know like that. that picking them up and throwing them into the water yeah 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 um kind of spinning around it might be if you're holding them and you lean them forward and back up then rolling down mm-hmm. your legs, anything of those things, all of that kind of becomes rough and tumble play. So yeah, and doing the whole. In fact, we do this with the dog actually. Just do that kind of crawl towards them slowly. Yeah, and then they're getting more and more excited, aren't they? You're getting closer yep. and closer, and you're like, "I've got you," kind of and thing. And then you just get them. That's... And they're like, "Let me go." Um, and yeah. Then, okay, off you go. Then and they so... want you to do it again. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So all of that is anything like that. So. Yeah, so basically what we're saying is rough and tumble is a really important part of children's development if they want to do it. Yeah. Actually, in talking, I thought I didn't really do rough and tumble play with the children, but actually in talking, I did. It yep. just wasn't wrestling on the floor, you know, counting them out. One, two, <laughs> wasn't doing it. Yeah, no, that. that's, that's quite extreme. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, but you know, I wasn't doing that, but I was doing quite a lot of like chase or pouncing on them or, you know, just being silly. But actually that kind of thing, children love it, don't they? And it does get a lot of energy out. And things like playing chase and then grabbing them and picking them up and being like, got you. And oh then you yeah, got you. That is all, that's all rough and tumble. Yeah. And the other thing I think I've learned is it's okay to do it before bedtime and actually getting yeah. all those kind of pre-bedtime wiggles out is actually pretty yeah. good. Yeah. But I would do it as, you know, you may have dinner and then it's get that out of the way because very often after they've eaten, they suddenly have this burst of energy. You want to mm. maybe do that then and then have a quiet activity and then it's on to bedtime routine. And like I said, it doesn't yeah. need to be long. It's, you know, it can be five minutes. It might be 10 minutes. It's, I wouldn't go any longer than kind of 10, 15 minutes, particularly if it's before bed, um, because you are probably going to start going hyper rather than, but it just, I, I think it's just a really lovely connection point and it can be great for children, particularly children who may have been out of the house all day. That's the really key thing. And like you said, you can't look at your phone, can you? You are all in. You can't ignore. Mm -hmm. You you have to, you both have to fully engage. You are all in and you're all in for that whole time. Well, you've sold rough and tumble play to me, Claire. Yeah. And I think also saying your child might not like it at the moment or only likes them. That's absolutely fine. And it can be as slow and gentle as you want it to. But it's just making sure that there's lots of those opportunities for that physical touch whether it is that you're just 
even dance. So dancing around the kitchen, mm-hmm. getting them used to being moved around and all, you know, that particularly for babies, but toddlers, um, it can be the spinning. So when you're dancing, spinning them around, um, lifting them up, all of those sorts of things. Will you don't help. necessarily always have to be tumbling roughly. No, <laughs> no. And most of it isn't rough either. No, you know, it might be no. if it's peer to peer. And that's when, you know, you have to be on your kind of guard a little bit so that it can get a little bit OTT. Um, mm-hmm. But continually stopping it and saying, no, we don't do that, is you're basically stopping a natural instinct. And mm-hmm. you won't mm-hmm. stop it. You'll stop it in that moment, but then you'll find they're doing it again and again. And very often when we do any of the behaviour work with families, the question might be is, you know, what are your biggest challenges? And it's like, oh, they constantly are fighting. It's like, what do you mean fighting? Are they arguing? Are they, you know, not wanting to be with each other? Or are they play fighting? And are they doing rough and tumble? Because they're two totally different things. And what if we keep stopping the rough and tumble, what we find is they just keep finding alternative ways around it. And then we continually find ourselves always saying stop. Um, yeah. So we just need to kind interesting, of actually. Yeah. yeah, interesting. It's a natural thing, and actually, they need to do it. And if we don't let them do it, they find other ways of irritating mm-hmm. each other. And actually, that is not not helpful. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. All right then. Well, thank you very much, Claire. My. Pleasure. I feel like you've been a guest on my podcast today. I, <laughs> I feel like I feel like it's been kind of. <laughs> Uh, kind of, uh, we swapped it around, and it's like a challenge me today. It's like, yeah, yeah I think it was, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, so, yeah, uh, I like to challenge you, Claire. You know that. Thanks. <laughs> Need to do some more challenge, Bexes. Actually, mm. maybe, uh, yeah, maybe the next couple will. I can easily come up with them, Bex. It's not. I know you can. That's what scares me. <laughs> <laughs> and just to say, we do have a blog on it on the topic of rough and tumble we do yeah so we'll put that in the show notes yeah right then that's us for this episode Uh, thanks for listening that's everything for today thanks for listening if there's something you'd like us to talk about we'd love you to get in touch and let us know find us on Facebook and Instagram at Bespoke Family or head to our website the links are in our show notes Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss the next episode and please give us a rating or review if you like what you hear. We're Bex and Claire and we'll be back soon with another episode of Newborn to Teen and everything in between. See you then.